Hey everyone, Joey here. Just wanted to give you a little glimpse behind the curtain. Uh, we actually recorded episode 7 and episode 8 the same night back to back, uh, but thanks to the beauty of technology, episode 7 initially got swallowed up into the ether by all kinds of shenanigans. Um, so basically the audio just disappeared and we ended up having to re-record episode 7. But episode 8 sounds wonderful, so we kept it. And uh, there's a couple of instances where we make some reference to a throwback callback that we did in episode seven, but you know, you're not going to know what we're talking about in that case. Um, so those throwbacks did happen, but at this point, they're, they're just kind of random ones. So uh, don't be confused. You didn't miss anything. And uh, without further ado, here's episode eight of Parks and Rec. Enjoy. <laughs> Welcome to Parks and Wrecked Episode 8, the podcast where we cover every single episode of Parks and Rec with someone who works in Parks and Rec while getting Parks and Wrecked. We're already on Episode 8. We're already on Episode 8. This is Season 2, Episode 2, The Stakeout. I this know. is Haley here. You got Haley, you got Joey, and you got Sean, who works in Parks and Rec, has never seen the show. What the hell are you doing I guess doing I'm with supposed to be the stars, and I am definitely not. But yeah, what the hell have I been doing since 2009 when, or 2011? I started working Parks and Rec 2011. The show's been out since 2009, and I've been getting wrecked since 9 a.m. this morning. So, Is that factual? Uh, the first two parts were, but um, no, no, no. I've not been getting wrecked since this morning. Okay. Since early afternoon instead. Well, right now I'm drinking some. Uh, what am I even drinking? Let me see. Well, while she's looking at it, I'm drinking from the Independence Brewery Company. This Power and Light It's a pale ale. It's pretty good. Um, I advise you all to try it. Um, if you're a fan of pale ale, I advise you to try it. I liked the what was the last one I had the last episode? Whichever one I had in the last episode was better, but this isn't bad. So. From Independence Brewing Company. Yeah, they, I don't think you said the name of it. I think you just said it was a beer. From it was Austin Amber. Austin. Yeah, Austin I know Amber. he did. Yeah, okay. Austin okay. Amber. Right. So we That's got so a bunch ago. of these beverages from um, a place that we volunteer, that Sean and I volunteer at, where they had just had a bunch of them in the fridge. So that's why we have just kind of a random assortment of ones from Independence Brewing Company as well as some other places. So if Independence Brewery wants to hit us up, we yeah, will we're gladly receptive. take it. But we're not just, I mean, we like all breweries in Austin. Hops oh, and yeah. Grain is what I'm digging right now. I got the Zoe. A pale lager. I'm not usually it's, a fan of pale lagers. Is it lagers, Zoe or like Zoe? I mean, it's probably Zoe. Okay. I'd guess. I mean, maybe it's Zoe. I believe you. I feel like Zoe are usually. I don't know. It's lively, crisp. I think it could go either way. Right. Affable. An affable fluid 12 Although ounces. Zoe could be with a Y. I don't know. Anyway, Redbud again. Same as last episode for me. Excellent work. Sean. Description time? What happened in this episode? What the hell happened in this episode? It's called the stakeout because Tom and Leslie are going to have a stakeout 
because at the cold open, they had started a community garden to the pit that they didn't even reference in episode one of season two. But they just started it. The uh, garden. Oh, yeah. Oh, you mean they didn't reference the the pit pit at all? Yeah. Um, It was shown towards the end. Anyways. uh, But yeah. They started a community garden, which uh, we actually did at the recreation center I worked at previously. Um, but unfortunately for them, and we did not have this issue, some of the someone in the community started growing marijuana in the pit. And so they wanted to stake out, <laughs> that's the title of the episode, um, who was um, growing the marijuana in the pit. It's unfortunate that the pit is right next to to Anne's house and also Chris Pratt's character Andy was mm-hmm. it really Anne and Andy they yeah. dated yeah. wow yeah. that's not creative um, um, Andy still lives in a pit um, Anne lives next to the pit and Anne was encouraged to go on a date with Mark by Leslie so when Tom and Leslie Start, decided to stake out the community garden that was in the pit. It also happened to be the time when Mark and Anne. Anne were going on a date. So they had this camera. They got these black jumpsuits. They got these candy necklaces. A van, a big van. And a big white van that doesn't look creepy at all. Maybe gray, but. Okay, maybe it was gray, but I mean. But still, you understand the stereotype. Of. Yes, it's it's it doesn't it's not a good look. It's not a good look, fam. So, um, while they're waiting for someone to plant the marijuana, Mark drives up to pick up Anne for their date. They grab Leslie and Tom's attention. Leslie takes a bunch of pictures of them. About to about to leave, cause and Tom's like, "What the hell are you doing? Like, that's not why we're here." Anyway, they go on their date, and so they're waiting for the marijuana uh, marijuana man to show up. But it's Chris Pratt shows up. Andy shows up. They go out there like, "Hey, what are you doing here? Are you living in the pit?" They're like, "Yeah." And so he joins them in their van for a little bit. But then Leslie and Andy leave and to get they, food to go get food. And thank you for helping me through this because I'm really struggling. Yeah, no worries. uh, The pain in your eyes is Uh, (laughs) palpable. (laughs) I'm really struggling trying to remember what happened here. Um, We get to Tom's left with the van and he somehow locks himself out of the van. So he's trying to jimmy the lock to get back into the van. And this is when Mark and Ann come back from their date. They notice that, hey, this man in a black jumpsuit is on top of a van trying to unlock the lock, but he doesn't have the key. So they call 911 on him um, on this. I'm not even going to go there. Just calling the cops some random people. Anyways, they tried to call a cop. They didn't try it. They did call a cop on a guy trying to break into his own van. He ends up getting arrested. Now, he was an asshole to the cop because he was just talking shit the whole time. But. Um, he ended up going to jail and they and and Mark did not realize who they had just got arrested because they did not see his face. 
Um, and then when um, when when Leslie gets back, Leslie gets back. She was walking back with Andy. Andy realizes, oh, the cops are over there, or the the van's about to get towed. So he goes and just face dives back into the pit, so he won't get noticed. Yeah, it was and, kind of terrifying the way he <laughs> like, left into happened? the pit. Um, Leslie's like, "What's going on here?" Um, and then the other two show up, like, "Hey, what are you doing here?" The other two being Mark and Anne, and she's looking at him like. Uh, she was kind of stuck because she didn't want to admit that she was doing a stakeout. Well, she didn't want them to know that she had potentially been also staking them out, I think. Right. Um, but then, you know, obviously they have a conversation off screen about how they just got him arrested. And she's like, oh, no, that was Tom. And then they go to the police station. Yeah, they go to the police station. She starts trying to, you know, use some of her, her government her power, I guess, power in her position certification to say, "Hey, you just arrested a government employee. This is not what it looked like. Um, I'm so and so, my boss, who her boss is Ron Swanson, who I've neglected to say has received a hernia from sneezing at the beginning of the episode. So the entire episode, he's been stuck in his office chair, and the only person to notice is the intern." April. Yeah. It's Anne, Andy, and April. What were they doing here? Yeah, don't think about it too much. And her real name is Audrey, so I'm just getting confused with all the names here. Anyways, I'm going on too long. Um, she's the only one that notices that he's, um, he suffered a hernia, that which he admits to her, and she decides to help him out only after realize, throwing a highlighter at his face and realizing that he can't move. So they had a funny interaction of him coming getting dragged out of the city hall through the computer chair with the computer chair through the hall and hitting everything in sight. So, so meanwhile at the police station, uh, Louis CK is the police officer and he and Leslie are kind of interacting and she's trying to get Tom out. And then he finally agrees like, okay, we'll release Tom. Uh, so Anne and Mark go home. And then Leslie ends up falling asleep waiting for them to release Tom. And I guess through their interactions that night, the police officer and Leslie kind of hit it off together. Like she wakes up wearing his jacket. So I don't know. That might be something. I guess it was insinuates that Tom's been in jail all night, um, which I guess her campaign was unsuccessful to get him out because it had to have been at least like 12 to. Yeah, because I doubt their date went super late. They went to see a movie, and then this is the next morning whenever they're getting released, or early morning. So, yeah, he was in jail. Ask, and Leslie asks Tom if he wants to go get breakfast after he's been. <laughs> no, woman, was take me home. Was that the favorite quote or no? It was not, no. Okay, yeah, he just said, I want to go Because <laughs> he's been in jail all day. But since you did ask favorite quote of this episode is actually it's it's a two-person interaction uh while they're staking out they invite andy to join them for a couple minutes um and leslie has her little candy necklace so she takes a piece of candy and she's eating it and andy asks what that's all about and leslie's like oh it's a candy necklace do you want one he says yes and he just puts the entire thing in his mouth eats all of the candy at once and leslie goes you know there's a string in there and Chris Pratt, with his mouth full of this whole necklace, says, oh, not in this one. And it's great. 
That's so much candy. There's like 40 pieces of candy on it. I think there's That's probably absurd. even more than that. Yeah, it's a lot of candy. It's like seven cookie cakes. Then he goes on a sugar high. Um, immediately. Um, an immediate. Yeah, it's high. instantaneous sugar high. I think I actually liked the interaction between Louis C.K. and Leslie in the police station where he tells her, um, he says, this is a police matter. And she says, well, it doesn't seem like it matters to the police. And he takes just a brief pause and says, well, nice job with that one. And then proceeds to tell her why he had to do what he had to do. Um, But it was just kind of like a, a... cute interaction in some way um of him appreciating what she was saying rather than being a jerk like he's actually portrayed as a very nice police officer for the most part also didn't realize that was louis ck until y'all just mentioned it now i see it that it is him yeah i thought he was gonna be a jerk whenever he first came on the scene so i was a little bit surprised this episode also the first time we learned tom's real name he changed it to Tom Haverford. But he was born. But he was born Darwish Sabir Ishmael Ghani. There's a little little trivia for you. But not the real trivia, because here's the real trivia. Oh, snap. The start of the episode. Oh, snap. They're in the community gardens, and Tom says that whenever Leslie asks for a plant name, he just gives her rappers' names. Who are the four rappers that he mentions? Soja Boy, tell him. Nice. Uh, Ludacris. Diddy's. Ludacris's, yes. Ludacris's, Diddy's. Diddy's. There was one more. Which animal, which plant was it? Uh, I don't even know what she was pointing at whenever he was telling her. Oh, man. Yeah, I think the only actual one was tomatoes or Soldier Boy Tellums. Okay. But the others are. Soldier Boys, he said Ludacris's, some Diddy's. And the last one. I'm not going to get it. I'm. We're not going to wait. For All right, tell it. us. What was Bone it? Bone thugs and harmoniums. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I do remember now. Delightful. Uh, one thing I wanted to ask, if you've ever had these run-ins, Sean, is when Ron is sitting at his desk unable to move, the janitor comes by and asks, working late? And Ron just goes, yep. And then they have like a tense moment where they're just staring at each other. Have you ever had I, these run-ins with janitors? I, I have not had those run-ins with janitors. Um, in our department, normally the janitors work early in the morning as opposed to late to at night cleaning up from the previous night's activities. So, no, unfortunately, I've not. Well, fortunately, <laughs> I have not had these this run-in with the janitor. I'd like more run-ins in my job, Sean says. <laughs> I kind of had sort of a run-in with a janitor once in my office. Uh, I was working really late, and they like opened the door to clean and then saw me there and kind of were like, Oh, Oh no. Uh, so I'll, I'll come back and started to scoot out the door. And I tried to be like, it's okay. You can, I'm about to leave. And it was this awkward moment of us both sort of telling the other one, Oh, sorry, sorry that we're both in each other's way. Um, and then the guy left, uh, and went all the way around the corner, like went as far away from the suite that my office is in as possible. Um, and then as soon as I walked out the door, I saw him, like bring his cart back to the other side. So he's very clearly waiting for me to just leave. Um, so that was kind of funny. But at my other job, we are the janitors. We have to clean our whole facility. So there no fun run-ins there. No. Although I did cut my finger open the other day trying to change toilet paper. 
when the toilet paper holder what? Um, started. Ta- what? <laughs> yeah. So the whole thing kind of came off the wall while I was trying to put the new roll in. Um, so then I had to like, and the floor was wet. So I work at a pool. Um, so the floor was all wet as well. So I had to catch the toilet paper that was falling so that it didn't get soaking wet um, while also catching the metal dispenser and then trying to reattach it to the wall. And it was this whole annoying thing. But yeah, I like sliced uh, one of my fingers open and kind of bruised another one. Um, so real fun. But uh, then I was successful in my mission, got the toilet paper in and the member was appeased. So at my site, we have to drill the toilet paper into the dispenser because people like to steal the toilet paper. Yeah. Side note, but we can continue. You got Charmin? No, we got industrial supplies of toilet paper, <laughs> not Charmin. <laughs> Although there are baby bears running around. I think there are two ply. I don't know how many plies there are, but. Between one and They're seven. not steal, yeah. stealing worthy. I don't know. They just get jacked. And so we, we've drilled shut the dispensers so that we're not getting our toilet paper stolen from us. Yeah. You don't want those taxpayers' money just being exactly, stolen. Exactly. Exactly. We spoke about this last episode. Call so yes. back. Hit us up on Twitter, by the way. Oh, yes. yeah. What's our Good handle? Work. You can always, well, we were going to say this at the end, but you can. Uh, <laughs> now we're going to say it in the middle. We'll say it in the middle. It's great. You can follow us on Twitter, Parks Wrecked Pod. Hit us up there or via email, parkswreckedpod at gmail.com. And of course, subscribe, like, review, rate, do whatever you want. But hopefully, leave a good rating. Sean's getting licked by Frank Zilla right now. Frank Zilla is the dog that we live with. That is not mine. She's just a wild dog that lives in our apartment. <laughs> also, my favorite character today was Tom because he went to jail over some bullshit, but he came out and wasn't too um, salty about it. He's just tired. He just wanted to go to bed. Yeah, he just wanted to go home. Although he did walk by Anne and Mark and say, thanks for getting me locked up for being a pervert. But they didn't even apologize. That pissed me off. Like, they come just on, said, man. oh, we didn't think you were a pervert. We just thought you were a criminal. But he did sort but of do a sorry, drive-by. I mean, like, come on. Quick walk through. See, man. See, man. Yeah, just, they weren't sorry. Just locking up people, calling 911 on dark people. That's maybe where the episode ends, but I'm just saying. Well, fortunately, it's not where it ends because <laughs> it's something to make. One, one of the things I think that uh, really gets more emphasized as the seasons go on is food. And le- both Leslie's love for breakfast food, Ron's love for meat, this kind of thing. And there's a lot of food, so we're going to try and keep track of them in all of these episodes. In this one, you get a lot. Right in the cold open, you have coffee with loads of whipped cream and, and chocolate. chocolate on it. Tomatoes yeah. in the garden. Multiple ep- instances of burgers. Ron Swanson well, if we're talking about the garden, there's also carrots yeah, there's and weed other carrots. things. And yeah. There's bone thugs and harmoniums. <laughs> There's ditties. But Ron Swanson trying to catapult a burger into his mouth is one of the best oh, yeah, bits of physical good. comedy. He was unsuccessful. In this whole show. Which but he did catch it rough. with his arm, which I thought was kind of impressive. It his arm? I thought it just rolled away. No, he, it body. like bounced off his face and he kind of caught it with his elbow against his body. And then Andy's eating a burger and then he faints when he finds out Anne's dating Mark. And then Mark and Anne are eating burgers and pickles at the end huh. of the show. A lot of burgers. Also burgers candy necklaces. I had a burger today. You did. How was it? It was good. I made it here. Well, I just microwaved the patties. They were frozen patties. But I, I put 
you know, the stuff on top of it. The stuff. You know, like mayonnaise and pickles and cheese and a little bit of uh, buffalo ketchup. No, it was a good amount of stuff. It was perfect. Two different kinds of cheeses, cheddar and pepper jack. It was great. Let us know what your favorite cheeses is, audience. <laughs> Sean, is pepper fully, Sean is fully horizontal right now. <laughs> Just he's, he's in his lounge position, and it's quite wonderful. But that seems like a good place to end it since any further and we might just be down to two of us. Sorry for trying to end the episode earlier. <laughs> it's all right. We made it. Yeah. We roughly made it to about 20 minutes, which I think is probably the best we can hope for right now. But oh, we're going to short this episode. Oh, of course. Oh. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Hit us up on Twitter, email, iTunes. As always, we are Parks and Rec'd. Give us your feedback, please. Let us know how we're doing, what you want to hear from. Some more stories from Sean, which I hope you don't. But um, any other... Sean's exhausted. But also he loves that. <laughs> his story library already. <laughs> yeah. Anything you want to let us know, please comment, email, anything to reach out to us. Nice. We'll see you next time.